from South Bend, Indiana, I'm Jacob Titus. Welcome to episode 37 of This Day in South Bend. Today is Tuesday, May 26th, 2020. I want to apologize for missing yesterday's episode, and I hope that you had a happy Memorial Day. I had a nice Memorial Day with a couple friends because we were out of power at our house, which is why I missed the episode. Many people in South Bend were without power for part of the weekend, and and we were hit with one of the longer stretches of time. We, we hit 46 hours uh, without power here at the house, which uh, was not ideal, but we made the best of it, and we are back now with power And I'm back here with an article for you today. And so today we turn to Monday, May 26, 2003. Our newest article for the story of a final Sunday at a beloved South Bend church. Faith to carry on despite closing. Parishioners say goodbye to St. Stephen. By Jessica Trobaugh Temple, Tribune Staff Writer. The bells of St. Stephen, which called parishioners to the Catholic Church's door for nearly a century, sent them off with a toll of farewell Sunday. During the last English and Spanish masses at the church, the bells also announced the suppression of St. Stephen as a Catholic institution. Hungarian Americans established the parish in 1900. By 1910, they had completed construction on the church building at 1102 West Thomas Street which has since served as a place of refuge and welcome for first Hungarian and later Hispanic immigrants. A shortage of priests and money forced its closure. Words were difficult for Lillian Fraser, who wept as she departed her beloved parish for the final time. Her grandfather, Joseph Barca, was a founding member of the church. She attended school at St. Stephen, was married there, and had her babies baptized there. She grew up to the church bells beckoning for baptisms, weddings, funerals. Now, the bells will never call them again, said the church's senior pastor, the Reverend David Porterfield. During the English Mass, people dabbed their eyes and shared warm embraces. For both Masses, the church's family registers sat propped before the altar, a record of the lives that have passed through the parish. Irene Zilkowski's mind was on her deceased husband, Alexander, who died in 2002. Sunday would have marked their 57th wedding anniversary. I could just see Al standing there with tears in his eyes, said Zilkowski, who was accompanied by her two children. He was one of these pillars, she said, patting the pale supports at the church's entrance. Anne Carrison remembers ringing the church's bells herself before they were motorized. We'd fight to do that, she said. In his homily, Porterfield encouraged parishioners to recall those lives and the happy memories shared within the church. This is where they practice the great message to love one another, he said. There's a great deal of grieving because there's a great deal of love. Much of it we learned here. To the 120 or so in attendance, he added, we come in sorrow, but also in gratitude. We are what we are because of this church. We stand here in the light of the Pascal candle and we believe that faith will see us safely home. Marking Memorial Day, 
The organist played the Battle Hymn of the Republic and America the Beautiful. Hispanic parishioners adorned the sanctuary with bright tissue flowers, papel picado, or streamers of paper cutouts, and red, white, and green, Mexico and Hungary's colors, and red, white, and blue cloth draperies. During the Spanish Mass, parishioners squeezed into the pews, aisles, and entryways. With windows open, the parish musicians led the people into worship with the lilt of tambourines, drums, and acoustic guitars. People sang, some swayed and clapped. After Porterfield's message in Spanish, parishioners offered their own words to the congregation. Benito Salazar, the church's music director, and his wife, Berta, who attended the church's first Spanish masses in 1968, thanked the laity and clergy for 35 years of shared joys. This parish has been a trampoline for us, helping us with our belief in God and helping us with everything unknown to us, said Umberto Delgado, 23, who had attended St. Stephen for 10 years. His emotions surfacing, he added, it's also been a trampoline to unite families, to make friends, to teach and to follow Christ. But we'll go where God sends us, because this will be the purpose for us. Echoing this sentiment, Adela Weymouth, a member of St. Stephen for 16 years, said, One day God brought us to an unknown country. We left our families and everything we loved so much. Now he's given us new growth, new faith, new life. God is taking us forward. People streamed to the front of the church for communion. Afterward, the door to the tabernacle, the space in the altar where the consecrated host is stored, was left open. On its way to a site of repose, the removal of the Eucharist signifies that the Holy Spirit is no longer in the tabernacle, Porterfield said. He, the Reverend Robert Epping and the Reverend William Dorwart, then folded the white linen altar cloth, and with a small chisel, Porterfield pried up the flat, square altar stone. An element in all Catholic churches, the stone contains a relic of St. Stephen that will be passed on to another parish. Its removal signals that the Catholic Eucharist, celebrated over the bones of saints and martyrs, will never be offered in St. Stephen again. In closing, Porterfield removed his stole, symbolizing the end of the church's sacramental ministry. As people flooded the sidewalks after Mass, some stayed to join their friends and loved ones for one last gathering at the church. At tables and tents lined up on McPherson Street, they communed over fried chicken, beans, and hot dogs. Jorge Hernandez, who attended St. Stephen for nine years with his wife, Zoila, and their daughter, Miriam, said, There will be conflict at St. Adalbert because it will be a clashing of cultures. Joe Castilla, who speaks both English and Spanish, said he hasn't settled on a parish yet. Though Holy Cross is closer, he loves his Spanish Mass. Castilla, an airplane mechanic who traveled often, recalls the comfort he felt when he found St. Stephen in 1981. It's like a big family. Miguel Salazar, who has attended the church for 34 years, isn't happy about the move, but, he said, we have no choice if you want a Spanish mass. Besides, he added, the faith is more important. A member of St. Stephen for eight years, Rosalina Diaz said that, like everyone else, she is sad to leave her church, but God is everywhere. It's not the building, she said as she looked about and her eyes welled up with tears. I think the church is all of these people. We are the church. Until tomorrow.
Thank you for listening.